Welcome once again to another exciting episode of Rediscovering Your Passion and Purpose with Patty. I am your host, Patty Stulen, and I am the Chief Pathfinder of Pathways with Patty. And uh, this season two just continues to be so enlightening and uh, uplifting, motivational, and inspirational. And today's guest is no exception to that. Today, my guest is Bonnie Hardy. She is a mindset life gratitude coach based in central florida she empowers midlife women to say bon voyage to the shackles in their in their mind so that they can live their best life and reclaim their joy and passion her five by five formula to a rock solid day program is a five activities that you can do from one to five minutes each day in the morning so that you can start your day off rock solid they include grounding yourself deep breathing, and meditation. Her Vision for Your Life program uniquely combines a vision board and the wheel of life, coloring coding the wheel of life. Wow, Bonnie, I'm really excited to hear about what all of those things mean and stand for. I know that when we talked last week, you you told me a little bit about it, but I'm excited for our audience to hear exactly what all that means. So it is a pleasure to have you here today. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, Patty. Thank you very much. I am excited to be here. And that introduction was awesome. Uh, I don't know how much I have to add. I am the owner of Rock Solid Mindset Life and Gratitude Coaching. So you will hear me say the words rock solid a lot. I want everybody to have a rock solid day, a rock solid week, a rock solid life, a rock solid whatever. That just means I want everything to be as good for you as it can possibly be for you. And with my help, with Patty's help, with anybody's help, you can have a rock solid life. I I think that is an awesome mantra. I mean, it goes right along with, you know, my mantra of, you know, le- uh, living your best dash. Life's an adventure. Enjoy the journey. I mean, uh, it, it's positive. It's motivating. And uh, it's rock solid. So I, I like that. So um I, I love your 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 passion and your purpose, and I would really love for you to share with our audience about how you discovered through challenges, obstacles, things in your life that have brought you to this rock solid moment with us today. Okay, um, <clears throat> thank you for that. Um, one of my mantras is rock bottom to rock solid. You know, when you're at rock bottom, you think that everything is bad and it's not going to get any better or anything like that. It's, it's going to get eventually get better. And whatever's going on, you always have to look at the bright side of things and you have to stay positive. And no matter how bad it is for you, somebody always has it worse. And this is not a competition to see who has the worst of anything. Mm-hmm. You have to look at the bright side. I think we talked a little bit last week. It's like, well, you know, I do have osteoarthritis in both my knees. My knees are very painful. However, I do have all my body parts. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. there's people that have artificial knees and they have metal in them. And now every time they go through a metal detector, it bangs. Or when you go to the airport, now you have to bring out, you know, it takes you a lot longer to go through security. Or, you know, if you have your leg amputated, now you have to have your artificial leg and do all that kind of stuff. So that's mm-hmm. that's not as good. I want to, um, so I'm grateful that I have all my body parts and I have my knees and I'm working on getting them, them better and stuff like that, with surgery and all that. Mm-hmm. So you can always look at somebody else, you know, if you, you know, you might not be able to walk very well, but some people might not have legs at all. So they can't walk at all without extra help. So just be grateful for at least what you have, you know, because that, that pain in your knee shows you that you still have your legs. You, your body is still working. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different things that have gotten me to this point. And some stuff I talk about a lot, some stuff I don't talk about quite as much. Um, I don't know if when we spoke last week, if I told you that my current situation is I am homeless and I've been homeless for about a year and a half. Mm, okay. I am staying, as we just spoke about already, I am staying in Airbnb in Jacksonville, Florida for at least another week and a half. I'm hoping I could stay longer here. Mm-hmm. I um, spend my nights sleeping on either a concrete bench or on the ground in front of a store that's closed overnight. And I'm just the sheets to cover me and my 
my gym bag is, is my pillow. So it's not, it's not the most pleasant experience. And I don't get a lot of sleep because I have to sleep with one eye open, basically. Yes. You know, because I know what's going on and I very rarely sleep for more than an hour at a time, no matter what. And it is hard for me to eat healthy because I don't have a way to refrigerate or cook anything. However, um, I'm, I eat a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That's a big question. What do you eat? Well, I try not to eat the bad food like the, the cookies and the chips and stuff. A lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and sometimes, you know, soup right out of a can. Mm -hmm. So I do um, get up early every morning. I go to different places and I get online and I work hard every day to just check in on friends. I have, you know, uh, challenges for people. Say check in on like five friends a day, five or 10 friends every day. Somebody that you don't talk to a lot. Just say, hey, how are you? What's going on? Instead Mm -hmm. of, you know sending a private message saying, hey, join this group, or hey, join this challenge, or hey, do this, do that, you know, join my program, you know, check in on people, really, and and see how they're doing. If you see they posted something online that you want to, you know, maybe they're going through a divorce, maybe they just lost a pet, maybe, you know, they lost a parent, check in on them and say, hey, you know, I'm here for you, my condolences. So I really want people to, you know, compliment people, just look at the bright side of things and you know even though I do wake up sometimes you know most times on concrete at least I woke up that morning and honestly Mm -hmm. I came from Orlando to Jacksonville Sunday late Sunday night and the way the bus stopped and where the Greyhound bus station was open I had to spend the night at the Greyhound bus station outside so I literally went from one night sleeping on a concrete bench the next night sleeping on the concrete ground next night sleep it outside at the bus terminal and then monday night i slept in a bed so it's like hey mm-hmm. i was able to deal with all the other stuff knowing that i was going to be here for a while so i had something to look forward to mm-hmm. and i honestly don't know when this two weeks is up where i'm going to go after this but i have enough money to go someplace else if i'm going to still be homeless i'm not really sure but i'm like look i'm still getting up early every day i'm being on podcasts i'm you know helping people make create vision boards um I'm being on, you know, expert um, in summits and stuff like that. So I really want, my story is, you know, don't judge people. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know why they're like that. You know, and just because I'm homeless, that doesn't make me a bad person. That doesn't make me lazy. That doesn't, you know, make anything like that. Mm-hmm. So stuff happens and I'm working my way out of it as much as I can. And if, you know, this is a lesson that I have to learn to teach other people about how to not be judgmental and how to appreciate stuff, I guess I have to go through this this mm-hmm. lesson, get my spanking, so to speak, or something, you know? Well, well, Bonnie, I mean, just from what you just now sh- shared over the last few moments, there's so many things that I want to ask you, and I know our audience is thinking the same thing. But my, my first thing that I want to ask you is, uh, how with, with your positive attitude that you have, is that... Does that come from childhood? Is that, you know, a foundation that your your parents laid for you? Uh, or, or is it something recent? I mean, because you have a very positive outlook and the majority of people that would be in the situation that you're in that you just shared with us, um, positivity would not be the forefront of what they're talking about. So when, when did when did all of this begin for you as far as this, this po- what I call a positive mental attitude, PMA? Well, that started, you know, in childhood, my family tends to be very positive about things. And, you know, if, you know, stuff happened, we were able to talk about it with our parents about what was going on. And they're very understanding. However, also, they didn't also want us to wallow in and always be upset about something, you know, talk about it, we'll figure it out and Mm -hmm. move on to the next thing because you don't want to be negative all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, more recently being older, and having all this stuff go on, I've learned to like lean into my positivity. Now there is such a thing as toxic positivity, which everything is always great, great, perfect, everything's awesome, and that's and that's not the way it is. I mm-hmm. do try overall online to be more positive. And you know, I've had people tell me, "Well, don't don't post that you're homeless on Facebook because you won't get any clients." I'm like, "Well, I want to be real and authentic, and and you know, I, I I'm not gonna." post a lot about when stuff happens but sometimes i have to show people the reality of what's going on in my life right so 
you know, when they've got stuff going on in their life. And if you've got stuff going on in your life and you're complaining about it, that's perfectly fine. I don't mm-hmm. like it. That, oh, you shouldn't complain because you have a big house. You have this, you have that. It's like if they're upset with something going on in the house or their car, that doesn't matter. Let them just be upset about it. They're paying a lot of money for the house and their car. They have a right to be upset if something is wrong. So I don't like it when people kind of tell other people what they should or shouldn't do. You as, know, as I like it, to say, don't shit on people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't be bullying me and tell me, and you know, why are you homeless? What are you doing to get out of it? What's it going to take? You need to do this. You have to do this. It's like, you're not in my position. You don't know. And I guarantee if you come and be with spend one week with me, you're going to be throwing in the towel after three nights. You may be able to go one night and only get a little bit of sleep and not eating, but keep doing it over and over again, where I literally very rarely get more than like four hours of sleep a night. And it's not all at one time. It's scattered throughout. And, you know, when you're laying on concrete, sometimes I'll try to be sitting in a chair, kind of leaning back and get it like five minutes of shut eye, but that doesn't work very well either. Mm-hmm. So I just try to be positive because if I'm sitting in the back saying, you know, poor, poor, pitiful me, you know, you need to, you need to um, have sympathy. You need to do this. You need to do that. People aren't going to want to do that. It's like, if you offer me something, I'm going to accept it, but I'm very rarely going to just come right out and, and, and ask for anything. But I want to show people that no matter how bad things get, you can still be positive and you can still be a good influence on others. And, you know, I like it when I get messages from people saying, you know, you're, you're so inspirational. You're so motivational. I need to be more like you. Mm-hmm. More like me, just not in the homeless part. <laughs> I mean, beyond that, I don't want you to be like that. You know, you can put a stand in the <laughs> Don't be like me in the homeless part, but be like me, you know, be like, be like Mike. Remember we had that commercial on. <laughs> right. you know, yes. Be like me. Just don't be homeless unless that's something. If you want to experience it, I'll be more than happy to let you experience it one-on-one. So you'll see what it's like. Mm-hmm. So with, with the homelessness, is there, is there anything that you would like to share with people uh, about how you became homeless? Yes, I was in a, um, I was in a toxic environment that was just going to be getting worse. So, you know, I made a decision that, you know, do I stay or do I go? If I stay, I do have a roof over my head. I do, you know, have a bathroom to use. I do have a way to cook. But, you know, if I, but I was being mentally, physically, emotionally abused. Mm -hmm. So if I leave, you know, I don't, I won't have a roof over my head or a bed to sleep in, but I'm not going to be being abused on a regular basis. Right. some people were like afterwards, well, you could have stayed, you could have done this. It's like, no, I just need to get out because I could, I could tell that I was, my, my mental health, emotional health was going down really, really bad. And mm-hmm. I didn't want it to get any worse. And I didn't want anybody else's to get any worse. So I said, let me just leave. Whatever happens, happens. I don't want to be homeless. I don't know what's going to happen. There's been times in the year and a half, I've been able to get a roof over my head temporarily, mm-hmm. you know, a, a hotel, a hostel, Airbnb nothing like real permanent which i'm hoping that very soon i'll be able to get enough money help enough people to get enough money so it's not gonna i won't have to be homeless again Mm -hmm. but it's just like sometimes you have to make a decision it's a or b and they're both really bad (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know they both have their bad points so do i stay where i'm very very unhappy and i don't know what if it's going to get worse or do i go and and be homeless and hope and hope for the best so luckily i live in florida so wintertime is not quite as bad, but mm-hmm. it, still, it still gets cold. And it's not like I can have a whole lot of clothes and stuff. I have to, all my bags, I have to keep with me like at all times. Right. You know, I got a backpack and a tote bag. So I have to keep everything with me at all times. I go, and I tell people sometimes when you, um, you know, think about this way. When you go on vacation, you know, pack your bags for vacation. Now, every time you leave your hotel room, you have to take those bags with you. Even if you're going just downstairs to the hotel lobby to get breakfast, you're going to the pool, you're going on an excursion for the day, you have to keep your bags with you at all times. You have to keep a close eye on them so nobody will steal them. That's what I do on a daily basis. Everything I have, I have to keep very close to me so nobody will take anything. And as mm-hmm. well, if you take something from a homeless person, you're really sad sack. Well, people have done that. Mm-hmm. So, you just kind of think about little things like that where, you know, you have a few minutes in the morning to go to the restroom. You know, I call it like the the coffee shop 180 where I have literally like three minutes to go to the bathroom, change my clothes, wash my face, comb my hair, do all that kind of stuff. Get ready in the morning because there's other people who need to use the bathroom. I don't have a private bathroom to use. 
Mm -hmm. Things like that that people don't realize until I start explaining. And they're like, oh, wow, it's, oh, you know, that's hurricanes come through. We just had a hurricane not that long ago in Florida. And then last year we had a hurricane. Six weeks later, we had a tropical storm. You know, where am I mm -hmm. supposed to go? And right. We don't have any shelters in the county I live in. They might open one for a little while if something's really bad with the weather, but it's temporarily. It's like one or two nights. Right. Oh, so and I don't have transportation to have to take the bus. So it's it's a lot of things. And once I start explaining more to people about what's going on, they're like, oh, okay. Everybody has a suggestion. But then when I tell them that well, how, why or how that suggestion doesn't always work, mm -hmm. okay, come up with something else then. You know, if people are genuinely trying to help, that's okay. But some people are real smart. But I want you to get a tent and sleep in the woods. Right. <laughs> Right. That's that's not helpful. Yeah, that's not helpful. If you're badgering me, you should have done this. You needed that. You have to do this. Stop. You're making it worse. I don't care how long I've known you. I don't care what our relationship is. If you're going to keep making me feel bad, every time you um, send me a private message, I'm going to cut you off. I'm not going to deal with it. I'm too old for that kind of stuff. Unless you got something really to help me with or you want to do something like that, then I'm just, I can't just deal with that anymore. So I, I, right. I just need empathy. And I need people just checking in on me and seeing how I'm doing and not only checking in on me after I check in on them, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, so before any of that happened, uh, were, were you in, in a business or a, a specific area of work that, that you, that you were doing or that you had a passion to do? Um, no, I was actually working in, in fast food and I fell and I hurt my knee. And that's mm -hmm. kind of a cool thing, to be honest, when I think about it. I fell and I hurt my knee. And um, then I hurt my other knee because of, you know, walking funny and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and, and I went to the doctor because it was a workers' comp thing. And I had two different orthopedic surgeons tell me I might need to have both knees replaced by the time I'm 60, which is mm -hmm. next month. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the both knees were bad. And one knee doesn't even straighten out all the way. I got a torn meniscus. So I got osteoarthritis one ligaments water on the knee bone on bone and stuff so it's a vicious cycle right. where you know i need surgery to live a more pain-free life but i can't have surgery if i don't have a roof over my head but i have to have a roof over my head and i have to have money coming in to get the roof over my head so then i decided to let's go online and do stuff when i started out as a virtual assistant helping other people mm -hmm. i decided to go off on my own and you know be a mindset life and gratitude coach and you know, doing different things. So I'm trying to really get my name out there as how I can help people, my different programs that, you know, I can do the vision for your life or we do a vision board. I can talk to you about my five by five from a Turok solid day. I just started a Bonnie 3B fitness program, bands, body weight, and boxing. It's a fitness program for people who you can't really, you might not want to go to the gym. You might be older, you might have injuries, you might not have a lot of room, you know, to to have a whole workout um, set in your house. And I'm working on designing a four month program too, that's going to help you get through the last couple months of the year and start the first couple months of the year off strong. I'm trying to think of a good name for that. And mm -hmm. you know, who my um, clients would be, this is gonna be something that's going to help you with everything. Mm -hmm. That with your gratitude, business, um, productivity, time management, just a little bit of, of everything. Mm -hmm. So when did you realize that you had this passion for wanting to help people? Uh, now, a few years ago, I kind of felt down, downtrodden and beat down from people. And probably some of it was my fault. Some of that might've been, you know, whining too much and just letting people say whatever they want. I never said anything back. So I, got, I had to find my backbone and stuff, but I was thinking about, you know, if I feel this way, other people probably feel the same way because, you know, when you read my, my statement, it's like, I empower midlife women to say Bonvey are the shackles in their mind. And, you know, I want people to be happy with their life. And, and when you wake up every day, I want you eager to wake up and do what you want to do. Whether, you know, you have a job, you're retired, you have a family, you're single. I'm single. It's just me. I've got nobody. Mm -hmm. I, I have a little bit more flexibility than some people because I can just pack up and move anytime I want. As long as I have the money to go, <laughs> you know, it takes me five minutes to pack my stuff up and leave. Mm -hmm. So, but a lot of women, you know, 
it could be like treading water. You're like, well, what am I, what is there left to do in my life? You know, I raised my kids. I may be a widow, widower. My kids are grown up and moved on. They have their own families. They have their own things going on. What's, what's my purpose in my life? What's my passion? What am I known for? Who am I known for? Mm-hmm. You know? So you know, you're, you're treading water and you, you see the island is out there and you keep swimming towards it, you keep swimming towards it and then you never get closer. And then suddenly it's like, stand up, Bonnie, stand up. You stand up and the water is up to your ankles. You're like, oh, I could have stood up a long time ago. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm my own perfect client, Patty. I'm my own perfect client. I not much you can say to me that I haven't said to somebody else, somebody said to me. And I tell people, you know, I want to make you laugh. I may make you cry. I want to make you think. And, you know, I don't want to be snarky with people, but sometimes you have to be. It's like, why don't you just think about stuff before you say stuff to people? Right. You know, I had a friend recently who ended up committing suicide. He was in the same position as me because he got bullied by people. He was reaching out and people were like, I don't have time for you. I can't talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get a job, you need to do this. You have to do this. It's like, if, you, if you're not going to help the situation... Close your mouth. Right. Don't say any word. Just say, I hope you get better with this. Let me know if you want to talk. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything. You're not going to. What's that saying? Your mommy used to tell you, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say, don't anything, say anything at all. all. That's right. You're just making a you know what people are going through. You're judging them and you say, oh, you need to get a job. You're lazy. You're this, you're that. You don't mm-hmm. know the situation. And if I think you're asking me in a nice way you want to help, then I'll tell you. But if I think you're asking me in a way that you're going to like stab me in the back, so to speak, and use what I say against me, I'm not going to put up with that. And I don't want anybody else to have to deal with that. You know, right. it's really bad when they think that they're all alone in the world and nobody cares about them. Mm-hmm. You know, if I stop posting on Facebook, is anybody going to notice? Anybody going to care? If I stop checking in on you, are you even going to realize? I know everybody's got their own things in their life going on and everybody's got a whole bunch of stuff. So. You can't, you know, worry about one little person, but then I also have to have the intention and a mindset saying, you know, but I am important and you should care about me. And mm-hmm. I am a loyal ride or die friend. And I am somebody very good to have in your corner because I'll bend over backwards to help you out. However, if I get the feeling that you just can't be bothered to take the time for me when I reach out to you, it's like, if I tell you specifically, I want to talk to you because it means a lot because something that happened that you know what was going on and I wanted to talk to you to get just, you know, at least that. And he said, I don't have the time for you. Right. How's that supposed to be? What kind of friend are you? If you can't talk when I want to say, at least, you know, we'll set something up next week for 20 minutes. And if mm-hmm. you can't ever find somebody when they're reaching out to you, what about if you're reaching out to somebody else? How would you make, how would that make you feel if people kept saying, I don't have time for you? You know, right. it might be only one the people you want to talk to more and they just can't find the time for you are you really my friend are you just using me what's wrong you can't use me for anything because i don't have anything you know <laughs> but you, know, you, you can use my my knowledge and you can use my friendship and and stuff and if you can't appreciate me then i'm not sure what's you know if we're still going to be friends or not at this point in time you know i just i just have to at one point say stick up for myself and say hey I'm not asking anybody for anything. I got to do it all on my own. And then if you can't, if you can't support me when I'm at rock bottom, rock, rock bottom, you don't deserve to be around me when I'm a rock solid. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I feel about stuff. So uh, I, I know that with the homeless people that are in the area where I live, it is kind of ironic when we see them holding a sign that, you know, they're asking, they're asking for a handout but right behind them are several businesses that in the window, it says help wanted. And so the big, the big question always is for those of us that are not homeless or do not are out of a job. It's like, well, why aren't they going right there? There's all these businesses right behind them that are looking for help. I'm sure people have the same question for you. So what is your response when you, when, when they ask you that? Well, it kind of depends on the situation. Maybe they did go and apply at those places, or maybe those places they need a certain type of personal work there. Like me, I can't get a job where I have to stand and walk a lot because of, of my knees. Mm-hmm. So knock out some things. Or maybe they're saying you you have to be bilingual and they're not bilingual, which try to go online and learn to speak a different language. That, mm-hmm. that would be helpful. That would be helpful in your whole life to do that. So um, 
I, I do understand if sometimes, you know, people have signs of saying need help, hungry and stuff. And don't, don't ever feel obligated to give anybody anything. If you want to, that's fine. And if you don't, that's fine. There's always things going back and forth about you give them food, you give them money, you give them water. At least my biggest thing is just, you know, I hope you do better tomorrow. I hope your day is better tomorrow or just, you know, say, you know, God bless you. I hope you have a better day. If you don't have to give anybody any money, but at least make eye contact. Mm-hmm. Because it makes me feel invisible. People just walk by me. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, sit in the corner and I'm crying. I'm laying on the bench and sleeping and people just walk right on by. I don't even acknowledge it. Are you okay? You need anything. Mm-hmm. At least make eye contact and make them feel like a person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, acknowledge them. That's the most important. That's what people want in life is to be acknowledged and to be respected and be appreciated. Well, you know, do, you, do you also find that um, it's difficult for you to get a job because you have to have a permanent address? You need to have a, a, a roof over your head in order to get a job. Is that something that you're finding? Yeah, it, it's a vicious cycle with that because I'm lucky in the fact that I have a mailbox at a post office box or like a UPS store. Mm-hmm. And that on my driver's license that is my official address and i do have a social security card and a driver's license and a passport not everybody has that and but it is you know so hard because you know i have to ride the bus six miles just to take a shower or go do my laundry wow. you know pack everything up and do that so you gotta and it's not like i can pack a whole lot of clothes and stuff like that to go out on job interviews and stuff you know right, right. So, it's a lot of little things that you have to think about. And, you know, there's certain places that, you know, a church gives out food once a week, but they give you what they give you. And you don't, you know, and if I'm in this position, I can't cook anything. You know, what if I get, you know, macaroni and cheese? How am I going to cook that? If I get a lot of pasta, what am I, how am I supposed to use that? Right. You know, so sometimes it's, it's certain things that I can get that, that are much easier. So, it's always this and that and the other. And luckily there is a Goodwill store that I can go at the fifth store that I can go get clothes once a month to mm-hmm. top and bottom. So sometimes they might have, you know, a loaf of bread or, or something like that or some pastries. So, but it's, it's so hard to find help because you need so many different things. And a lot of people, they're not computer savvy. So, you can't fill out an application, write it out, and then go hand it to somebody. Everything's online now. Right. So it's like, we'll just get a job. Well, how am I going to get hired if I don't have a social security guard, if I don't have an address, if I don't have a way to wear clean clothes to an interview? I might have the best pedigree. I might have all the knowledge in the background to do this job. But if I come in and my clothes are dirty and it's not totally my fault because, you know, I'm sleeping on the ground, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. But it's something that kind of goes all different directions. And I've had numerous talks to people sometimes for hours on end about how to help the homeless. And there's admittedly, there's people that have been homeless a long time and they don't want to help. They want to stay being homeless and they made it work for them. Mm-hmm. And that's if it makes it work for you. That's good. I'm not that, that, that person. I want to have a roof over my head. I want to be able to travel. Mm-hmm. I want to be a digital nomad and travel and stay places two weeks, two months at a time, whether it's at an Airbnb, a hostel, or a hotel. But not everybody wants that. So just my biggest thing is just at least acknowledge people. I contact, smile, and that's it. Hi. Have a nice day. Happy Thursday. Whatever, you know? Right. So so uh, you mentioned going to Goodwill, to, you know, once a month. Where where is it that you are getting your your money to be able to do that? Are people donating to you, or do you have? I mean, through Social Security or anything like that? Is that where how you're getting money? Well, I, I sometimes people will send me money. I do have this thing called BuyMeACoffee.com, and people will send me money through that sometimes, like five dollars at a time. I do have people sometimes to say, "Hey, here's fifty dollars through PayPal." I do stuff online that that I make money with um, doing surveys and things and. And sometimes I'll do like, you know, a power hour call for $97 and people will, will buy, buy that. So I get money that way. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting anything from the government, so to speak, as in social security or anything. I'm at that age now. Mm-hmm. I'm, kind of in the middle. I'm too young for some stuff and too old for some stuff. And right. it's a really long time to go through that. It literally takes years sometimes. So <clears throat> I am 
I am working on that. I am working on, on getting stuff. I'm not asking for handouts for anything. Mm-hmm. Some people, they just want handouts. They get this, this, and this. It's like, you know, if that's what they want to do, that's fine. And if the government's giving you money for whatever, because you're old enough and been to the war or whatever, that's fine. You need to get that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not asking anybody to get that. I am trying to get stuff on my own and have different programs to let people know what's going on. So they can, you know, pay me for stuff. So, you know, I, I feel much better about about myself right so but doing the best i can under my circumstances and it's getting a little bit better now for it to keep just getting better as i go along so your airbnb that you're at for the next two weeks was that donated to you or did you need to pay for that no i needed to pay for that i was i was lucky enough that i had um somebody um buy a small program for me and gave me a, gave me enough money mm-hmm. to be able to get this Airbnb for two weeks. Awesome. Very cool. So speaking about your programs, I know in you mentioned about your five by five formula to rock solid day program. And you had talked to me about that last week when we originally met, could you please share with everybody what that program is and your, your meaning and intention behind it? That program is, and I just want people to start the day off strong, you know, give them a morning routine and it's five different activities that you can do from one to five minutes each and includes journaling, meditation, practicing gratitude, grounding yourself and deep breathing. So you can do these in any order you want to. You can take five minutes for one, one minute for another. Basically, you kind of do it the way you want to do it. I always tell people when I wake up maybe five or ten things that they're grateful for every day and change it every day don't do the same thing <laughs> you know i gotta find different things to be grateful for and um did we freeze on zoom is it good can you hear me and your your voice did not freeze your face did but it's, it's still all good we could hear everything you're saying okay perfect yeah so name five or ten things you're grateful for every day journal Journal about like how your night was. Did you sleep okay? Did you have any dreams or anything like that? Um, meditation, you know, just sit down and kind of empty your mind of thoughts for a couple seconds. Visualize what you want your day to be like and visualize, you know, who you want to help with things like that. Deep breathing in through the nose, hold it out through the mouth. You just fill your lungs up with um, oxygen. So that's like breathe in through the nose. Hold it out through the mouth. Into the nose, hold it out through the mouth. And you'll notice that, you know, you'll get more relaxed. Your shoulders will go down a little bit and you'll be like, ah, fill, your, fill your lungs with as much air as you can. And grounding yourself, just go stand outside in bare feet in either the grass or the dirt and look up. You know, raise your, raise your arms to the sun. Don't look right at the sun, obviously, because you want to go blind. But just kind of look up. You know, and you can actually kind of do the deep breathing as you're doing the grounding yourself. I've done that sometimes. Just, you know, letting all the fresh air into your body, especially do this in the morning because, you know, it smells so much better in the morning. The dew's on the grass. You can get your feet a little wet with, with the dew in the grass. And you're just reaching Mother Earth. So mm-hmm. it just gets you going. And I actually have that in like a PDF. That if anybody wants that, they can just, you know, post or send me a private message to, hey, I want this. And I'll send that to you through mm-hmm. PDF. And what, what was your other question? You wanted me to explain about my five by five program? It, which which you just did. And, and it's like you said uh, when we talked last time is it doesn't all have to be done at one time. It could be done a minute in the morning, maybe another minute in the afternoon, a couple minutes in the evening. Uh, but it's just by the end of the day before you go to bed of getting in uh, that 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 five by five formula each and every day, even if you've got to spread it out throughout the day. Right. Right. You do it the way that works for you the best. That's for sure. And if you do it all in the morning before you get started with your day, then great. But and you've got it out of the way, but not not to pressure people thinking, oh, I've got to get this all done at one time that you can spread it out through the day, which I think right. is great. 
So, so uh, at this point, also the other thing I wanted to ask you was the uh, where we talked about the vision board and the wheel of life, color coding the wheel of life. What is that? What do you mean by that? That is something pretty cool that I do. I'm, I'm sure other people do it, but I, I, I kind of have my own spin on the way I do it. What I do is I combine a vision board. Let me see if I have real life with me. I think I do. So the wheel of life is is circle. There it is. It's a circle and it's got eight different categories in it. And it's creation, physical environment, career, money, like that. And the way I do this is normally, you know, you rank it good or bad and you put like a little dot on here and then you combine this dots in a circle. It doesn't ever come on into a circle. But I do this as um, I rank it on a scale of one to a hundred and basically in groups of 10. And if you rank something really low, it's, it's 20% or below, I'm going to color code that red, 80% or above, and I color code that green, and between 20% and 80%, I color code that yellow, and then when it's done, you look at it, and it's it's like a traffic light, so you can see if you have a lot of reds, you know, more greens, more yellows, and I and I just, this morning, worked on, finished this up with a friend, with a client, and it's we, we're doing the vision board, so what we do on this the first session I do is just to talk to you, get to know you, see what your goals are, your background, all that kind of stuff. Tell you a little bit about myself, how I can help. The second one is we actually do the wheel of life. I go through each one of these individually and you grade them and then you color code them in. Red, green, or yellow. Mm -hmm. When you're done with it, it's like, oh, because you can really see what it's like. Right. So say you, you color coded something 20% and that's red. You're only going to color code this in all the way just to the 20% line. Okay. Something 60%, you're going to go all the way up here. Something is 60%, you're going to go here. At first, I was trying to do the whole thing, just red, the whole thing, green, the whole thing. But there's a big difference if you color code something 30% or 70%. That's both yellow. So this right. way, you can really see exactly 30% is still yellow, so it's okay. But it's close to red, so you need to work on it. So right. So are you striving for green? Is that what you're striving for? Striving for as many green and yellow as you can get. Mm -hmm. And actually, one that I did personally, I'm not sure oh. how well you see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, when you stop and it says my green and my yellow are kind of alike. So you can see there's something higher than others. So then when you look at that, you're like, okay, this one's okay, but it needs to be a little bit better. So for, real quick, for those of you that are listening and not seeing this on YouTube, uh, basically Bonnie's wheel that she just showed, the majority of it is green with quite a bit of yellow and a very little area of red. So that's what she just shared with us uh, to, to show us. So, wow. That's Am I raising my money? So that, that's, that's going to be low for a while probably, but it's good that I only had one red and I had a lot of greens and yellows. Mm -hmm. And the next session is I do a vision board. So then we go back to this and say, hey, this red, you might need to work on. You know, maybe you want to think of how, how to make more money, you know, or if something is, you can put anything you want on your vision board. And if something is, is green and it's good, maybe it's fun. And maybe like, oh, I wanted my client this morning. She wants to, she lives in England and she wants to come to Disney World, to Florida to go to Disney World. So I'm like, okay, then put on your fun, on your vision board, get a picture of Mickey Mouse or get a picture of, you know, Cinderella's castle or a monorail or something from Disney World. Mm -hmm. to put on. So you're going to be able to see that and be like, okay, yeah, I want to go to Disney. And this is why I, I want to go to Disney. And, you know, want to take a cruise or something, you can put a picture of, of a cruise ship on there. Or, you know, family and friends, put pictures of you and friends together, you and your family together on that. And the holidays are coming up. What do you want to do for the holidays? You want to spend time with your family and friends. You want to eat really good. You want to pick out. And you can write words on here, too. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, they just, like, write words out. So sometimes what I like to do is, you know, like for my client this morning who wants to go to Disney World, it's like, find those letters in Disney World that are 
like different shapes or different colors or something. If a D, instead of just writing out Disney World, find a D from over here and then an I from here and an NS, NY, and all that stuff. So it stands out more. Right. Because it's something that you really want to do in your life and, you know, with your family and come to Florida to Disney World probably in the springtime. And that's going to get you really motivated to do that. So just do the vision board and you're going to see what isn't as good in the, through my wheel of life. And you know, I need to work on that. You know, mm-hmm. we've got less than 90 days left in 2023. You know, what was your vision for this year? What do mm-hmm. you want your vision for 2024 to be? What were your resolutions? How's that working for you? <laughs> right. You know? and, and why do you want to do stuff? It's not always, I want to go to Disney World, but why? Right. You know, I want to, I want to spend time having fun. I want to spend time with my family. I want to be in a different environment. I want to be in a different country. I want to, I want to meet Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. And I guarantee when you meet these people, you turn into a three-year-old. Oh, my God, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I don't care how old you are. I don't care how tough you are. Oh, Mickey Mouse, I love you, I love you, I love you. So you turn into a but that's perfectly fine. And you're going to... Um, they have a lot of things that are in the shape of Mickey Mouse ears. So, you know, you're going to buy an ice cream sandwich in the shape of Mickey Mouse ears. Normally you wouldn't spend eight bucks for a sandwich, but I'm at Disney World and it's in the shape of Mickey Mouse ears. So I have to. All right. So you get into that different environment when you're at Disney's happiest place on earth. You know, I'm, I'm a guest. I'm not a customer there. And, mm-hmm. you know, you go there and, you get, and me, I'm, since I'm a little farther away now, but before when I had a place to stay and everything, I live like a couple of miles from the entrance of Disney World. Wow. So you go at any time. And you don't, you don't need a ticket to necessarily go. You have to have a ticket, obviously, to go into the parks. But you can just go and ride the monorail and ride the boats and ride the buses around and visit the different hotels. And I love to go at the holidays, see how different hotels have their stuff set up. And the Grand Floridian Hotel has like a three-story Christmas tree. And they have like a life-size gingerbread house. Wow. And it has the sign of how many eggs they use, how much ginger, how much flour, how many whatever. And it's like, I've taken videos of that and showed people, and they're like, oh, are you kidding me? It's like <laughs> the thing ever. It's like, just go to Disney. <laughs> you know? Wow. Amazing. So, um, so, Bonnie, what would you say is the best piece of advice that anyone has ever given you? Don't sweat the small stuff and just. Just be you and don't worry about what other people are, are thinking. Their their perception of you is through like their, their rose-colored glasses. Because if you talk to 10, 10 different people about you and what their feelings are about you, they'll probably say a lot of 10 different things. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of sees you. Are you like more of an authority figure to me? Are you like a friend? Are you like, you know, whatever family member? Everybody's going to see you different based on what they know of you. And how long they know of you and their particular relationship with you. So don't sweat the small stuff. Don't really worry a whole lot about other people's opinions. And just you know, you have to have the like, know, and trust factor. As long as you know that you're an honest person and you're doing what, what's right for you, not doing anything illegal or unethical, you do you. And just try to help as many people as you can. Wow. Uh, very wonderful words of wisdom indeed. Uh, what would you say that right now at your time of your life where you're at, what are you passionate about personally? Passionate about making people smile, making people happy, giving people a reason to get up in the morning and live and giving people a reason to just do what they do. And, you know, I want people to just um, be excited for their life. There's so many things going on in this world now. You know, that 10, 20 years ago, you're in California, right? I'm in Florida. Yes. My, my client this morning was in England, and through the power of Zoom and through the power of Facebook Video Messenger, I talked to people in India and Australia and Canada, mm-hmm. a lot of people in England, the area, um, all over. So the power of the Internet is, is so cool that you can do so many things that you couldn't do before. And I'm much, very much an introvert. I'm very pretty shy and quiet and I sit on the sidelines and I watch but this is kind of cool for me because I don't always have to be in a whole group of people that I don't know because sometimes I get people out Mm -hmm. I am looking to 
pretty soon be digital nomad, inspirational, motiv motivational speaker, drive around different places. I know people all over the place and just talk about my story and talk about how I help others and, you know, how to not judge the people who are homeless or disadvantaged. Even if somebody isn't homeless, they have a place to stay. Sometimes people are cutting it very, very close with money. Right. And you make only two days of work. And you could be in that same position. Maybe something happened with your car and now you don't have a car. You know, so I'm just looking to try to have people appreciate what they do have and not dwell on what they don't have. And, you know, but for the grace of God, go I. Anybody could be in the position I'm in. And I guarantee you, very few people in my position, not to do my own harm or to pat myself on the back, but I guarantee you're not going to meet too many people that have been homeless a year and a half, sleeping on concrete, doing all sorts of stuff like that. Be as upbeat and as positive as I am. They're willing to get out there and be on podcasts, be on expert summits, you know, talking about their story and trying to help others. So it's like, I got, I got to give myself a lot of credit. And I don't always do that, but I do have to give myself a, a lot of credit for not whining in the corner crying, poor, poor, pitiful me, you know. Well, uh, yes, you do need to give yourself a whole lot of credit, and uh, I, I'm glad that you are tooting your own horn, uh, because we we have to remember, if we're not willing to toot our own horn, we can't expect others to do that for us, uh, and I'll get more into what how I, I'm being inspired by you, but my next thing I want to find out is, so right now, at this point in your life, what are you finding is your your purpose? My purpose is to motivate others, I believe. You know, I've, I want to let people know that no matter what the situation, there's always something on the positive side to look forward to. So I think that's my purpose is to inspire others. I've had people that I've known for just, you know, a couple of weeks. They're like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, you're just so inspirational. Mm -hmm. And some people don't even know my situation. You know, and I don't don't tell a lot of people, but sometimes, you know, I do tell it on podcasts and stuff. It just right. depends on the person in the situation. But it's like, you know, sometimes I'll be talking to somebody for a couple of weeks and then afterwards I'll let them know. And they're like, does that change your opinion of me? Like, no, I didn't even know. Right. So it's like, not like I'm ashamed of it, but I'm not totally ashamed. It's like stuff happened. I'm still trying to get all the puzzle pieces together to not be homeless anymore. Mm -hmm. But it's like, that's, that's if that's the cost I have to bear. If that's the stuff I have to go through, you know, to show other people and people are like, oh my, I've got this, 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 and this, and I'm not as positive as you are. So you inspire me to be more positive. So I said, thank you very much. So I'm just trying to have people, you know, think about stuff and just you're always gonna find somebody that's got it worse than you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, be happy and be grateful that you at least you get up every morning, whether you got up last night out of a bed. Maybe you slept in a bunk bed, maybe you slept in a hammock, maybe you slept on the ground, maybe you slept in a tent. You woke up this morning. How many people didn't wake up this morning? I've right. seen a couple of people already today. They posted about a friend passing away. Right. So it's like, be grateful that you at least woke up today and, you know, get, get your day going and do what you can do, you know? Mm -hmm. So what would you say is your superpower? Inspiring and motivating others. Nice. Yes. I mean, that's definitely come through throughout this, this episode. I mean, yeah, totally. That is, that is your superpower. Uh, how would you say that you're living your best life? Or as I always say, living your best dash. Um, I'm, uh, what I'm trying to do is um, just when I go out, meet people, even if I'm not in a really good position, trying to meet people and motivate people say hey you know maybe you're unhappy in your in your in your job and you want something to do something else maybe invite maybe inspire motivate them to um get their own business start their own business maybe if they've had problems with family members maybe try to just you know bury the hatchet and put out the olive leaf and, and kiss to make up it's the holidays you don't want to be estranged from your family you know except in certain situations it's like you want to be able to spend time with with you know, friends and family. So that's what I strive to do as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Are there any final thoughts or words that of wisdom that you would like to share with our audience? Um, reframe your negatives into positives. Try to create better thoughts. Um, help others. 
don't be judgmental. Just reach out to friends and just see how they're doing. You don't have to send like a long email to somebody, a private message. Just quick thing. Hey, how you doing? I hope you have a great week or something like that. Just I'm thinking of you. Hope you're doing okay. That's all you need. That's what people want. I like it when people do that with me. So mm-hmm. that makes me feel better that, you know, I know somebody cares about me because the worst thing in the world is to get up every day and think that nobody cares about you. And right. I have, I have that sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting trying to think nobody cares. Obviously nobody cares about me because nobody's doing anything. Help. Nobody's checking in on me. Nobody's doing this. Nobody's doing that. It's not always like that. I just, you know how sometimes you make stuff seem as worse than it is. Right. So if I, one day nobody checked in on me, then I think that's the end of the world. And right. it's not, but sometimes the people that is, you, you might have been the only person that contacted one person that day. And maybe you're the only person that smiled at somebody. Maybe you're the only person that gave somebody a compliment that day. You know, so, so think about that. Just go out and say, hey, I, I love your nails. You know, I love your hair. You know, something like that. Just a quick, you don't have to have a 20-minute conversation. Just, you know, 10-second conversation. Hey, how you doing? I love that shirt. You know, mm-hmm. or they wear like a button. It's my birthday. Hey, happy birthday. Have a great day. Mm-hmm. You know, little things like that people aren't doing that I want people to do more of tiny mm-hmm. little acts of kindness like that 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 really help just eye contact that makes people know that somebody saw them because people think they're invisible and when you think you're invisible then you get the dark thoughts in your mind you're like oh nobody cares nobody does this and you don't want to you don't want to go down that road because I've seen people go down that road the wrong way and bad stuff has happened I don't want to ever be in that position where I start going down the wrong, the wrong way. I'm trying to pull people out of them, out of the, mm-hmm. out of the darkness. I want to pull people into the light. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that after you and I spoke last week uh, and you had said the thing about, you know, uh, I don't think that you said every day, but every so often five, five, find five to uh, 10 people and send them a text message. Just hi, how are you? Whatever. And, and normally I, I, I try, I work on doing that, uh, quite often. In fact, in 2021, my word of intention for the year was gratitude. And right. every single Thursday, I call uh, Thankful Thursday, and I would make sure that every Thursday, I would send out to a, a large group of family and friends, you know, what are you thankful for today? And and it and I included what what I was thankful for. And uh, this year, my my word of intention has been clarity, which is has has been has been good but not as insightful as gratitude was my point being is by talking with you last week that was a reminder that probably for about a month i had not sent out any kind of a text message to anybody and that afternoon after i had talked to you i just i just started scrolling through all of my contacts in my phone and if it was someone that i knew that i had not contacted in quite a while I sent them a text message to say, thinking about you, wanted to say hi, hope that you're doing doing fine. And yeah. so many of them either immediately or within the next couple of hours contact me back. Oh my gosh, so good to hear from you. Thank you so much for thinking about me. More than it making them feel good, it made me feel good that I did that. And, and like you said, it, it probably took me less than 15 minutes to do, to do that. And I know that it made such a huge difference for me. And I know because they told me it made a difference with them. So I want to thank you for that reminder the other day, uh, because it had been a while since I had done that. Well, thank you for that, Patty. That makes me feel good. That fills me with gratitude knowing that I was able to help you to, to get going back into that. And then you contacted a bunch of people and now you've made a lot of people happy. So that's really cool. That makes me happy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, and it's something very simple and it didn't cost me monetarily. Right. It was, it cost me a few moments of my time and right. it, it, it's, it's priceless. And right. so, you know, uh, thank you again for that reminder because I was, I, I had, it had been a while since I had, and it, it, it made me feel good. And I know it made some others feel good as well. So, um, before we end our time together, what are ways that people can um, can help you in your situation? What are the ways that you you need or want want help from other people besides recognizing you? I'm I'm talking now in a monetary 
way. How can we help you to make sure that you have more nights with a roof over your head than you don't have a roof over your head? Well, you can um, buy one of my programs, contact me about one of my programs, get a power hour call that's $147. We can talk about business life, mindset, gratitude, whatever. Um, I also have my uh, fitness program. And um, I think there was another thing that I had. I can't, oh, oh yeah, uh, obviously my vision for your life program. That's pretty obvious. We can set up a vision for your life program. I believe that is $333. Or if they're not interested in any of my programs, they can um, like recommend me to somebody or share my posts. Or if they want to just donate money to my buy me a coffee, we can make mm-hmm. sure we put that in, in the show notes. It's just buymeacoffee.com slash Bonnie Hardy. And they mm-hmm. can buy increments of $5 for one. I don't think coffee, but, you know, buy me a tea, a bagel, a lemonade, something like that. Everybody knows how much I love to go to Panera and, and have an iced tea and a lemonade and, and a bagel. So it's buy me a coffee, B-U-Y-M-E-A-C-O-F-E-E.com, H-A-R-D-I-E. And uh, yeah, just www.buymeacoffee.com slash Bonnie Hardy. And you know, be one of my supporters. And I have about 50 supporters now. And you can just buy, you know, coffee one time. Or if you want to do a monthly thing, you can do that. And money I get will go towards helping me get, you know, more days in uh, Airbnb transportation. And, you know, I can get a room in a hostel, a hotel, whatever. So the more... If I feel safe, if I have a roof over my head and a bed to sleep in, there's a lot more things that I can do. I'm doing a lot being homeless. What do you think I can do when I have money to be mm-hmm. able to permanent a roof over my head and not constantly worry every day what's going to happen or things going to change? So right. I, can, I can relax and calm down and take a deep breath and say, okay, let's reevaluate. Let's do what we need to do. So that's monetarily is what I need, but I'm not asking for people to just haul off and send me money. I want to work for my money. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if that's my PayPal email that day, send me 20 bucks. I'm not going to say no, but mm-hmm. I want to work for my money because it makes me feel better. So I've got my different programs. Anybody wants to do the wheel of life, you know, my whole vision for your life program, you know, we, we can do that. And that's four sessions, $333 currently. And what, just have them ask me, you know, to, have them tell me what they need and I'll see what I can do to help them basically. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Bonnie, thank you so much for being my guest today. And for those of you listening out there, uh, if you, you, you can see that she is a, a special hum, human being, uh, and she has a lot of knowledge, a lot of life experience and, uh, has just got a spirit about her that, uh, that is uplifting. It's a spirit that you don't see very often. It is motivational and it is inspirational. And I cannot thank you enough for your honesty and um, pointing out to me and many of our listeners out there that uh, it it is a homelessness has been a situation for a while and it continues to increase. But I know most of us don't know what to do or how to do it. And you have shed a light on that today. And I appreciate that very, very much. Thank you, Patty. I just want people to not judge somebody that's homeless. You don't know the story. You don't know the situation. Just ask them if, you know, they need anything. Just sometimes people just need to talk about it and vent. Just ask them, what's your story? And I'll, and, I'll, and I'll tell you my story. And then, you know, I just want people to understand and not be acting like you need to get a job. You have to do this. You don't know everything that, that's going on. And if I feel like you're coming at me and attacking me, that's not going to be a pleasant experience because I will unfriend you. But if I feel like you really genuinely care and you just want to know, then that's perfectly fine. And I'm like I said, if you want to come spend one week with me when I'm homeless, go for it. You know, you'll throw, I'll give you a white towel at the beginning. We'll see how long it takes for you to throw it in. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, one of the things that, that was uh, very 
uh, encouraging to me is when I was in Canada here a, a couple weeks ago, uh, my friend that I was with, who uh, is is born and raised there in New Brunswick, uh, every place that we went, she carried a satchel and it had granola bars in it. And when we were in Montreal, there's quite a, a homeless situation in Montreal. And so when she would see the homeless people, she would go up to them and say, you know, I don't have any money to give you, but I've got some granola bars. Would you like those? I don't, I don't know how many granola, and she would give them a couple of granola bars and they were very, very thankful for that. And, um, I, because I know a lot of people are thinking, well, I don't want to give them money because it's just, you know, it's, it, it, you know, they're going to use it on drugs or, you know, cigarettes or alcohol or whatever. But it's one of those things when you give, know that you've given or whatever but i love the fact that she was doing granola bars because most of them they do need some kind of food uh and and it was just another another way for her to give back and she what she was validating them that was the thing that i saw that just the look in their eyes when she handed them those granola bars and the way that they looked it's like you see me yeah. And that in itself, I know, made a huge difference. And I was just so impressed with Brenda doing that and showing that compassion for so many. And they were all men, of course, that we were coming across. But you you could see they they loved being validated. And, that's, and isn't that what all of us want? We want validation. And like you said, just yeah. send you a text message saying, hey, Bonnie, how you doing today? That right. validates you. And that makes you feel good that somebody cares enough to reach out and make like, eye contact with you. Know, you. Like, yeah, like, like a granola bar and a, and a bottle of water. That's all yeah. people. Sometimes people hand you like um, um, hygiene packs, uh, packets and stuff like that, you know, toothpaste, mm-hmm. deodorant, soap, stuff like that. People don't realize that that, that helps a lot, too. I've, yeah. had people, I've had made up my own and handed them out to people and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Because it, you want to stay clean because that helps with everything, you know? Oh, yeah. It helps you personally feel better if you're clean. Right. So you take a shower and you come out, how much better do you feel? Right. Exactly. You your teeth every morning and stuff like that because that just comes a vicious cycle. If you can't keep yourself clean, then you're definitely not going to get a job. Nobody's going to want to be around you. But I just, it's like I'm not asking for a hand out. I'm asking for a hand up a little bit here and there. Just some... um non-judgmental some people genuinely checking in on me and seeing how i'm doing and just say hey you know what well, i saw what you posted the other day that's very motivational great great job oh i saw that you posted something happened and i, I you know my thoughts and prayers going out to you you know mm-hmm. stuff like that that's what people want so it's like keep doing that with with everybody whether they're homeless or got you know, a million dollars Sometimes even people with a lot of money, they feel really bad because so money isn't the most important thing. It is very important. You need it to do stuff. But sometimes just because you have a lot of money, I'd rather be poor in money and rich in spirit than rich in money and poor in spirit. Yep. And uh, money doesn't guarantee happiness. That's right. It just doesn't. Well, thank you again for being so inspirational and motivational. And uh, to all of you listening and all of you watching on YouTube, uh, you 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 can see and you can hear that uh, we have a, a an angel here on this earth that is doing things that most of us are not even doing ourselves that have a constant roof over our head or can take a shower every day or have running water at our disposal. All the things that we tend to take uh, for granted. And, uh, you know, despite all of it, Bonnie, you, you are, you're moving forward and you are encouraging other people and teaching other people on how they can do that as well. And, uh, I, I admire and respect everything. And I believe that through not only God bringing me to create this podcast, but you are one of the reasons why God chose me to do this podcast, to bring your story to the forefront because whatever we can do for you and many others in uh, maybe not your same exact situation, but if we can bring awareness to it and help other people in our own communities, that's how we start to uh, create a better world uh, within our own little part of the world, because we can't always take care of it globally, but if we can start taking care of it in our own little way, that is a magnificent start. Thank you, Patty. I do appreciate that. I am glad that 
you did pick me to be on your podcast. I know you got a lot of uh, people applying and you can only take so many. So I do appreciate you um, having me on your podcast, interviewing me. And I look forward to it coming out in a few days and just showing, sharing it with the whole world. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so uh, those of you that are, that are, whether you're watching or you're listening, uh, if you would like to reach out and uh, either help Bonnie through buy a coffee or uh, buy one of her programs and have her to help you and inspire you for uh, either uh, continuing on with your current passion and purpose or even rediscovering your passion and purpose her links that she talked about and she mentioned in this episode are going to be in the description. So as soon as you get done listening or watching this episode, please go to the description. You'll be able to go to her links and you'll be able to connect directly with her and whatever my audience, whatever you can do to help Bonnie in this situation, uh, I would be greatly appreciative. And I know she already is for anything that will come this way uh, because uh let, let's share our goodness with her and many others around us. Uh, any last minute things that you want to say before we sign off, Bonnie? Uh, no, I, I can't think of anything. I think I talked about a whole lot of stuff. Sometimes I kind of go off on tangents about certain things, but just, you know, um, just be nice to other people and, you know, reach out. And if you need help with anything, reach out to somebody. Don't, don't suffer alone. Don't get into that deep, dark place where, you know, bad stuff could happen and just, you know, reach out to people that people know and reach out to your friends and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Hope you're doing okay. Ask them what they're doing for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Well, don't ask somebody in the UK what they're doing for Thanksgiving because they don't celebrate that there. I've done that before. But ask people what they're doing for the holidays. So, you know, check in on them. Make sure people aren't feeling really bad because you might be the only one that checked in on them that day. So just... Appreciate what you do have. Don't dwell on what you don't have. Bring your negatives into positives and create better thoughts and just be happy that you woke up this morning. Yes. Amen to that. Well, our time here is coming to an end and thank you once again, Bonnie. And for those of you that are out there listening, uh, remember to subscribe and follow this podcast, invite your family and friends to do the same thing. And uh, uh, please write a review. Uh, you can tell that our guests that we have, they are sharing their, their, their soul with you and they are sharing some excellent things uh, that shows you how you can continue to help yourself and help others in, in the meantime. Uh, that that would be very awesome. And also don't forget to check out my website, which is www.pathwayswithpatty.org. And you can sign up for a Zoom chat with me and get my free copy of my Pathway to a New Beginning Roadmap. And if you'd like to be a guest on my podcast, that would be another way that you can reach out and we can connect and talk just like Bonnie did with me, reached out and look, here she is. And we're able to share her story, which I'm so happy to do. So until we meet again, continue to live your best dash and know that life's an adventure and I want you to enjoy the journey because your life matters. Thank you for joining us today and may God bless you all. Hey everybody.